welcome to the Crime of the Century podcast, where we expose higher education as a scam that it is. I'm Kevin Prentiville, and I believe that because of what we're teaching our students, we're losing an entire generation. And today's always, we'll dive headfirst into controversial subjects, undaunted by political correctness. Still, on the topic of vocation, I believe it's important to enjoy your work, as we mentioned in the last episode, but not to the detriment of your productivity. Yet most Americans don't enjoy their work, and it could be part of the crime of the century. I'll never forget this line that uh, a friend of mine, his father, uh, said to me once, and it was, um, well, life sucks and then you die. And uh, it perfectly encapsulates kind of the, uh, the cynicism that has really taken root in, in I think, our culture today. And, it's it's this mantra of yeah you you're gonna go to work and then when you're in this uh, office cubicle for 40 years and you kind of know the people around you and uh, kind of don't and then life kind of passes you by and then you retire and then that's it and you know it acts as though there's nothing to look forward to it's a very bleak outlook on what is a relatively comfortable life I mean you, you look at uh, minus obviously the sudden outbreak of measles everywhere um, you uh, uh, you have pretty much a comfortable life anything that is discomforting you you can get rid of uh, with some sort of drug or pill and you can um, you don't have to it's not like the forefathers were especially in the in the 20th century you know every every couple of, uh, of, of years they were going off, off to some new war or even before then you know, if you even made it to 40 years old, some disease would take you out or something like that. It's a pretty comfortable life we, we live, but we're still discontented with it. And it is because we're searching for that thing that's, that, that's more. It's almost as if there's, a, there's a, a pit somewhere that's just infinitely empty. And there's a couple things that seem to quell that, and that's production and obviously spiritual well-being as we've sort of talked about for the past couple of uh, episodes but one thing we didn't talk about was uh, a production creating something I mean think about someone who has created something of massive value you think when Bill Gates steps back and kinda looks at looks at everything I mean sure it was I'm sure difficult in the late 70s early 80s to work with, uh, you know, those early computers, and and I'm sure many people asked, you know, what what can you possibly do with those, and you know, get a real job, all of that stuff, and you know, here it was for a long period of time being the richest man in the world, or the current richest man, uh, Jeff Bezos, um, for years just sold books on the internet. That's what was it, that what that's what Amazon was founded on, and you know. Now, even with the divorce, I think he's still, you know, one of the richest men alive. And it's not his, for either man, it's not their wealth, I think, that makes them happy. It's the fact that they say, they can look at something and say, I built that. And there's only one Microsoft, there's only one Amazon. And to be the man that started it all, I mean, that, that feeling just must be pure elation. And that's probably why some of these uh, celebrities and whether they're um, athletes or business people or something, they just seem so full of themselves because, well, in some respects, they almost have the right to be. Now, of course, the Bible says that you shouldn't, 
be prideful or or you know take too much pride in yourself and and I agree with that but but at the same time it's almost hard not to because you look at this this great thing and it's like wow you know that that's something you did and when you work in a cubicle or you work in just kind of a day-to-day -day job it's almost like they just give you tasks and then you do it and then you go home and you eat Campbell's soup and you know watch Fox News or whatever and then you go to bed and then tomorrow you wake up and they hand you a certain amount of tasks and you do it and then you go to bed and maybe eat chicken wings or something and you watch Fox News and you go to bed and then on the weekends your wife gives you stuff to do and you do it and then you take the kids to school and then maybe you have a hamburger and then you watch Fox News and then you go to bed and it seems like that repetitive cycle for your entire life and so naturally you feel disconnected from that either purpose or you feel disconnected from creation and I think that's the really the thing that that gets us that's why uh, people develop hobbies there was a guy I knew where his basement he was a big Civil War buff so his basement was all like he had uh, uh, he worked an office job but he was uh, uh, kind of at the higher end probably made a hundred grand a year um, and this was in the you know 2010s era um, and so his basement he had like there was this a table that was probably about as, as, as big as this desk in front of me and it was this reenactment of Gettysburg with all these little figurines and stuff and he put a lot of time and effort into that and to get out of the monotony of the day that's what he did he, he created something that he was passionate about and I think maybe a few people would have paid him to do the same but probably not that's the reason he couldn't turn it into a business but it still gave him a sense of fulfillment and it, it comes back to creation in general and I think that's probably why we kind of feel like um, in some respects that, that we're caught in this awful loop and so the question of course would be how do we get out of this and how does this relate to school well the first one's second one I'm sorry is obvious you go to let's say you know I'll, I'll take my path you go to uh, public school and it's the same thing they give you tasks on this day we're gonna learn XYZ you do it they give you homework you go home you do the homework you go to bed repeat and you know it's, it's maybe the same in college maybe not you know you might go to class uh, learn to hate America then you go to uh, your work and then after work you go to bed or maybe you do your homework or an essay then you go to bed and then you wake up and you repeat it again and it kind of gets you into that normal cycle um, and prepares you for work in that way but that's I think where we're seeing all these this uptick in depression and um, you know all these horrible things that come out of a disconnection to creation and purpose so is there something that you enjoy doing that you have a community around you of people that that also enjoy doing that thing and is there something that you can create for them so you know do you know well some people this is what they do they like sports for instance so uh, they'll start blogging and they'll tell their friends you know uh, I've made this blog you know you should read it because I you know I, I follow the NFL or, or something like that but is there something that they'll pay you for and that's really what wealth comes from is will somebody pay you for your creation and the more you create the more people will pay the more people will pay you uh, uh, for that thing 
if it adds value to their life. It doesn't have to get any more complicated than that, and then that can become your job. But I think that's why when you combine, you know, we talked about uh, a debt and how students, you know, really fall behind um, because of their student debt. And some of them have to take, you know, second jobs as well as their primary job just to make ends meet. And so now you've got this cycle working uh, uh, double time. And yeah, you get kind of the cynical, really disconnected uh, uh, society. And I think the way to fix that, if we're not going to go the spiritual route, because the Eastern stuff, that's all hogwash. Um, so if we're going to go away from the spiritual side, then, then it needs to come from creation and production. And that can come in a myriad of ways, especially now with, with technology and the internet. You know, is it is it a tool that 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 can help you create what you want to create? Is it a is it as simple as a website, or you know, is it as simple as uh, uh, even you know, non-technical? Uh, is does it just take going to a hardware store and and figuring that out? There are so many ways to combat the symptoms that we see, and I think it does come back a little bit to what we talk about in the crime of the century because that bleak outlook feeds into this idea of like, oh, well, uh, you know, Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos have all this money and I don't, so, you know, they must have been doing something wrong. And, you know, now I'm stuck in this bleak future in this great, you know, country. Uh, you know, we've got to do something about it. And that breeds kind of the, the socialistic um, viewpoint. Uh, and really that doesn't contribute to more creation. That really only leads to the destruction of creation because you're taking wealth from somebody and distributing it to, I guess, everybody. But that, uh, of course, um, doesn't amount to wealth. That amounts to, you know, pennies. And, of course, because you have the middleman being the government. And so when we feel this did this disconnection and then we learn what we learn in, in universities and we've talked about um, you know indoctrination of professors then we get to this uh, this point where we don't even know what we believe what we talked about last week and and our job is not allowing us to create which is what we are here to do is be productive and all of that combines really into this, this package that breeds this animosity and this, all of the, the bad things, this discontent, all of that. And when you take that and you combine it with the debt that we've talked about and the indoctrination that we've talked about, that's really where you get the crime of the century. Hey guys, let me tell you what, I got my proof copy for my new book, Smoke and Mirrors, available on Amazon.com right now and at KevinPrendeville.com. But more important than that, let me tell you why I wrote this book. See, I believe that we all have the God-given ability to create in this world. But in order to manifest that, we need the ability to create wealth. And there are some things that the top earners do that the ones in the middle or even at the lower ranks don't. 
but what we can do is give them the strategies and the mindset needed to not only break out of where they are, but also never have their money subject to the bank, government, and financial institutions again. We go over the Federal Reserve, we go over those three institutions we named, we go over the mindset, all in just 115 pages, easily written in big text. You can read it or actually hear me speak about it on a live webinar that's free if you order it from my site, kevinprentaville.com, for a lower price than those guys at Amazon will give it to you for.